Welcome to Missionary Talks, where we talk with missionaries and learn about their lives and work. Today I'm talking to Chris Robertson. He and his wife are church planners in Mexico. Chris, can you tell me a little bit about your family? My wife and I, we've been married for almost six years. Uh, we have three children. Uh, one was born in Costa Rica while we're studying language in language school there. And the other two, the youngest two, were born here in Mexico. Where are you from originally? Myself, I grew up around Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. And then my wife grew up in the West, California, Arizona, and then she moved to Las Vegas, Nevada, and then that's where we met in Las Vegas. I went there to her church, which is our sending church now. I went there as a pastor intern. That's where we met. You said you went to language school in Costa Rica. How long were you there for language school, and do you think you got good training there? We went for 10 months. It was very good training, very it was very hard, I thought. Uh, for my wife, it came a lot easier just because the the classes was four hours of nothing but Spanish when I didn't know any Spanish. Uh, but we left with a... I left thinking I should have known more. But once we got to Mexico, I saw, once I started getting into the culture more here and, and speaking to the people here, I saw where that the base of learning the grammar and all the grammar aspects of, of Spanish and language school have really come and helped me now. Can you tell us a little bit about your, your ministry, where you're at now? How long have you been there, and what is it you're trying to accomplish there? Um, we are in a town of about 30,000 people. It's, it's named Ixlan del Rio. Um, it's about an hour and a half north of the second largest city here in Mexico, Guadalajara, and our main goal is church planting. Our heart is house-to-house visitation, given the gospel. We've reached this line, and then we also have reached a small town close by called Mexpan, and then this year, uh, the church itself uh, is able to reach out to another small town, Zuatlan, which is close by, that doesn't have a Bible-preaching church in it, and that is our vision as the church grows, as the Lord adds to the church, that the people here, of the church here, Iglesia Bautista Libertad, will have a vision to reach out to the small towns in the area that don't have a Bible preaching church, and most of the towns have probably never been reached with the gospel, and uh, that's that's our vision for the future, to reach out to those towns. Then, the church that you're in now, you started the church? Yes, sir. In September will be three years, uh, three-year anniversary. We started the church in our house, and we just started door knocking and reached people that way. If we had to do it again, I would say we probably wouldn't start it in our own house. We would we would try to start it in a a national's house, a Mexican's house. I think people would be more open to try coming to a, a another Mexican's house and not the American's house. And we just started um, going house to house right away. We did have some contacts from some friends that we had made uh, through other missionaries that uh, we were able to make some contacts of uh, family and friends in the area. That's how the church was started. I've not talked with a church planner on on philosophy of of how they got started. You say you'd rather have started in a in a Mexican's home. How long though would that have taken you 
to be able to get somebody to open up their home to be able to get started as opposed to just starting where, where you were at? Yeah, that would have been a little more harder um, just because when we first started, you know, in the first couple of months, there was three, four times when no one came, uh, no adult, no children. And then there was another three times when it was just three or four children that came. Uh, so those first couple months, really the only people that would come were my neighbors. And they ended up telling us later <laughs> that uh, they felt bad for us. And so they, want, they, they wanted to come and just uh, talk with us just because they felt bad because no one had come. And so that would be a little hard. But once we got a family situated, a family that was saved and then uh, was in the church and was growing, I would we would have rather looked to try to move the church into one of their houses if it was all if it was feasible. Uh, but this is how the Lord led this time, so we don't look back and wish we would have done something different. So you're in a rented building now. How has that worked for you as opposed to launching out and and building a building? We have to do that now. Ixland is a very poor community. We don't have the funds to, to buy land and to build a building. And our goal is in 2009 to actually buy the land and build a building. But a lot of that money will come from the states. As a missionary, I want to be very careful with that. The Americans buy everything for the church here. We want the church to be uh, a national church. And my goal is, uh, my vision the Lord has given us is that we won't be here uh, for the rest of our lives and to, to make it, to get a national pastor, train a national pastor and, and get it Mexican uh, run and uh, like a New Testament church um, as soon as possible. So um, soon, uh, right now, the people themselves are saving money to help build their building and uh, soon we will do more of like a, a faith promise type of thing where the people will give more sacrificially to help build the building. But uh, we understand that um, there is going to be needed help from uh, churches in the States to, to buy the land and build a building. The renting has been fine next year, 2009. Lord willing, we'll be able to, uh, to buy the land and build the building that uh, we've been praying about. Do you have a testimony of uh, somebody that you'd like to share? Rogelio Cervantes, he, mm, he's in his low 60s, 62, 63, I guess. And, uh, of course, grew up in the Catholic Church. Him and his wife got married, what, 40, 40 something years ago. And after, sometime after they got married, they decided to start going to Christian churches. But, you know, here in Mexico, anything that's not Catholic is considered Christian. And so they went to different churches that um, didn't preach uh, salvation as a free gift, uh, salvation through Jesus Christ and his death and burial. And so they tried different churches, were told they had to do different things to be Christians, um, you know, the, the, the different teachers that are out there. We met them through a friend, and some of their family was interested in studying the Bible with us. Um, they have four daughters who are grown and married. And the one daughter's husband wanted to study the Bible with us. Well, when we first met Rogelio, he wasn't real happy to study the Bible with us. Um, he was going to a, a non-Catholic church, but wasn't a real Bible Christian church. 
And uh, after a couple weeks of studying there, um, we could just tell he was kind of forced into having a study there from his family. So we we decided, well, if he doesn't really want us there, we, we shouldn't be there. Didn't think much about it for four, three, four months, and then Lord put on our hearts just to start praying for Rahelia and his wife. And, a, and a, about a month after praying for Rahelia and his wife, all of a sudden I uh, went, uh, we have a van route, I went on the van to pick up some people around his house, and him and his wife were there, uh, ready to come. And ever since that day, they have been the most faithful people in our church. Uh, his wife ended up getting saved about a month later. My wife was able to lead her to the Lord. Her name is Raquel. And Rahelio kept saying he was saved, and he was saved, and and uh, had a real heart to, to study the Bible, know what the Bible uh, said, but he kept saying he was saved, but it was faith in Jesus Christ and something else. Uh, finally, after a, um, oh, three, four months coming to the church, and he came up and he, and he said, uh, Pastor Chris, I, uh, I finally realized last night it's, it is only 100% Jesus Christ that saves and, and he accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as his savior. Um, now, some of his grandchildren have been saved. Three of his daughters have been saved. And he has invited his friends to come. Uh, he is a very good soldier. He goes with, he goes door knocking with us twice a week. Uh, just has an incredible heart for the Lord to, to know the Bible. Uh, just an incredible thing there how he was closed when we first came, but now he is uh, one of our dearest friends uh, in the ministry here. Praise the Lord. And how long ago was that, that he got saved? I'd say a little more, um, about two years ago. You, your children are small children. What do you all do for recreation? Um, well, we take Mondays off. Monday is our, our family day. And uh, we do anything like just the other day it, it was the first rain of the rainy season here, and it downpoured, so we went out in our truck and uh, went splashing through the streets because they're all rivers, and the kids loved it, and uh, went over bridges to look at the water in the river, and then we went to a park so the kids could kind of just play in the water. Um, some you know small things like that. Our kids are only four, uh, almost three years old now, and and a little over one year old. So uh, small things like that I enjoy. Going to any kind of parks, um, to the city, they enjoy uh, maybe going to a hotel there for the night, or or uh, be able to go down there and uh, go to a mall or to a nice uh, a nice store. They enjoy it just like we do, and so we'll do small things like that. And, uh, not much to do here in a small town, um, but uh, they enjoy going to the big city and going to uh, the big parks in the big cities. Do you have a guiding Bible verse you'd like to share with us? I do, and and this is our, our ministry verse. It's First Chronicles chapter 28 and verse 20, and I'm very And it said to Solomon, his son, Be strong and of good courage and do it. Fear not, nor be dismayed, for the Lord God, even my God, uh, will be with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee, until thou hast finished all the work for the service of the house of the Lord. Uh, Lord gave me, me that as a personal uh, ministry verse, but then when my wife and I were engaged, we prayed for a ministry verse for us going to Mexico, or what the Lord would have us on the mission field, and then the Lord gave us that same verse. Hmm. And so that verse has been a, a great encouragement to us um, through our six years of being missionaries. 
Well, it's been good talking with you, Chris. I appreciate your time. And I'll put your website information there at Missionary Talk so people can go there and, and check out your ministry. Uh, as we close, though, is there anything else you'd like to share? There has been a verse in Proverbs that uh, has this message that the righteous man will fall, but seven times he will get up. And uh, sometimes, uh, because we all fail, we're all sinners, Sometimes we do fall. Sometimes we make mistakes. And sometimes those mistakes seem like we can't get over them. And truthfully, without the Lord, maybe we can't. But uh, we have to remember that God uses the person, God uses sinners that are saved, but God will use the person who falls but gets back up. And uh, through our lives, we're going to fall. Maybe even uh, you felt like you've been called into the ministry, even a missionary. And maybe you have made some mistakes, but don't just stay down. Remember, if we're tough, you can get back up. God can still use you. I'm not perfect. My wife's not perfect. Um, missionaries aren't perfect. Uh, but we're just people who have been saved by grace who want to serve the Lord and reach out to others. And we have to remember that, that uh, God uses those who are willing to be used, who will fall, but will get back up, and uh, will keep walking by faith again. You've been listening to Missionary Talks with David Peach. Please visit us at missionarytalks.com.